The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Uh, we finally, finally have a Glenn Beck back on the program. Yay! Yay. And then we also have Jason Howerton back in with us Welcome from CRTV. Back. Thanks for joining us again. Glenn, what was and the topic? No mention of Old Reliable? <laughs> old Reliable. I mean, old Reliable. Old Ironside. Old Ironside. You literally asked, like, begged me to not do the show today. Fake news. So, no, I'm not. I'm not going to thank you. So, I would say that the uh, top story today, as it has been really all week, is is Kavanaugh and uh, what happened yesterday and looking forward. Yes. All right, Jason. What do you want me to say? Of course, it's Kavanaugh. (laughs) Yeah. All day testimony, uh, Ford and Kavanaugh. I mean, what what else would it be? All right, Buttrell. Five days in a row, Kavanaugh. I know. I feel like it's it's been longer than that. It does feel like feel longer. I, I think I think both witnesses, Kavanaugh and Ford, both hurt and helped themselves. We'll get into that. All right, got a lot coming up. Before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, Ministalgia. Uh, Ministalgia is doing something really amazing right now. They are donating ten percent of the proceeds of what you order to Mercury One and the Nazarene Fund. I know Glenn has said that that you guys, there's a lot of operations going on right now, yeah. and you guys we need just the talked funds. to. We were just talking about it this morning. Yep, major operation going on, and they could really use your help. Um, and this is a great way. Get something good for your family, get something nutritious, um, get something that tastes good, yes. and also help the people in the Middle East. Yeah, so they've got the bags of the uh, wild rice and wild rice flour. From that, you can make so many different things. They have recipes for uh, banana bread, and of course, you can make um, waffles with some of their mixes. So it's healthy and it's delicious, and you get to help people. I don't see any reason why you would not want to do all of those things. Uh, you can go to blazewildrice.com and use the promo code HELP10 and get that 10% donated to Mercury One. All right, going to open the floor for uh, the Kavanaugh hearing. And I do want to, to give a caveat that at the time that we're talking right now, there's, there's still things going on. Uh, they're still uh, it's not a live. There's not a live broadcast. Yes, so th- th- I'm sure that th- it's going to change. Yes. But what we know right now. So let's start with yesterday. Watched it. Thought she was credible. Um, I, I had a problem. She, she quite honestly, I, th- I thought she was drugged. Um, and and I understand that. I don't mean that as a slam against her. I mean, can you imagine? She probably didn't have sleep yeah. for several days. Um, she probably was a nervous wreck. And admittedly already has anxiety. Yes, and has anxiety. I thought she was drugged, which explains her caffeine request over and over and over again. Um, She, you know, there's, you would not fall asleep if that were you. Yeah. She also said in the testimony that um, my brain's not working really fast right now. Well, why is that? I think she was drugged, which could have altered her uh, statement in this way. She never connected to the tears. There were no tears. Her voice sounded like it, but it felt hollow. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like it was upstairs, not in, in inside. Now, I say that without judgment. Everybody, everybody reacts differently, and so you can't judge people based <laughs> on that. But for me, I believe that she was credible, not enough to destroy anybody's life, but she something happened to her, maybe. Um, I'm not willing to say she's, there's nothing to her. I really thought 
there is no way that Kavanaugh is going to be able to turn this around. At the time when she was, when she was talking, at least on CNN, they were talking about how President Trump says it's not going well. And you could see the wheels. Everything started to turn. Kavanaugh uh, came in, and, and I had questions when Kavanaugh was on that I thought he needed to address. And he still should address these things. I still have these questions. But Kavanaugh connected with his heart. It was not coming from his head. It was coming from his heart. He had righteous indignation. I'm tired of all these people saying that he looked angry. You would be too. If he is innocent, mm -hmm. you would be just, you would, you, I would be more angry than he was. He was accused of belonging to some gang rape gang club. Rape, yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> There's a reason to be, f I was infuriated yeah. just listening to I was, it. I was too, but I, I think, and that's kind of what I was hinting at earlier, I, I think he both helped himself and hurt himself. Because everybody on, uh, everybody, let's just, I hate to say in Trump's base, but everybody on the other side of this, on the right side of this, uh, they wanted to see him stand up for himself. They wanted to see him, basically they wanted to see him put them in their place did you for watch, doing this to Did him. you watch the testimony? Uh, I, of, of Kavanaugh? Clips? I saw clips. Okay, so that's the problem with this. Yeah. If you watched the whole testimony, you saw him multiple times, multiple times. I, I believe Dr. Ford, something happened to her. I don't know what it is. I don't hold it against her. He was very compassionate. He was very kind. In fact, all of the Republicans were way out of their way kind to, to Correct. Professor and Ford. It, and if you didn't watch the full testimony, too, you're seeing, what you're seeing the most of is his anger. Yes. You're not, in all the, the media clips I've seen, it's anger. It's, it's the yelling, which is what he needed to do, but there was also a lot of really tender emotional moments, like when he was talking about his daughter it's, and how he wanted to pray for Dr. Ford and, we, and, and we other have that, moments. We have that clip. Let's go okay. ahead and play it. I intend no ill will to Dr. Ford and her family. The other Watch night, Ashley and my daughter, that. Liza, said their prayers. And little Liza, all of 10 years old, said to Ashley, we should pray for the woman. It's a lot of wisdom from a 10-year-old. So, well, you just saw it. You'll notice that there was uh, uh, an edit there. Yes. Okay? We mean no if you watched, If you watched this whole thing yesterday... It were, it were those moments that were powerful. It, when he was talking about his father and the calendar and the reason why he kept the calendar, that his, his parents were sitting behind him and it breathed, it, there, there were no flash edits. Yeah. You could tell this was genuine. It, you're exactly right. It was not the anger. It were several of these moments. I went in, not a fan of Kavanaugh, um, don't know, don't want to judge, Looked at her, not a fan of hers, but thought, okay, well, maybe there's something there. I don't know. I left feeling this man is telling the truth. This man, the, the, the moments of desperation of, I'm destroyed. I'm destroyed by all of this. When you see those depths of his being reflective, talking about his children, talking about his parents, talking about the friends who were brave enough to stand up for him, when you saw all of that, it made the righteous indignation, not anger, it made it righteous indignation. How dare you people, and he didn't say it about him, how dare you, you've destroyed me and you've destroyed her, you had no intention, 
no intention except to stop this process. Can we actually get on that? Because I think that's a huge thing that's been completely ignored, which is Ford, according to her, wanted to be anonymous. She did not want to come forward. She did not want this testimony. She wanted to, to give her statement anonymously, stay anonymous, have it go through the process. It was leaked by, there, there's almost no question by Democrats. There's no way. By her staff. She, uh, Feinstein and her staff had the notes. The lawyers had the notes. So somebody leaked it and made, made her go public, made her relive this. And I feel like we're not talking about that at all. Like yeah. what, what if the situation it's, was reversed and the GOP outed a sexual assault survivor and made her come forward? I mean, it's, 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 it's really in watching this yesterday and really watching it. I mean, if anybody has it on TiVo, you should watch it. To watch it's, the whole thing. Watch the whole thing because it is, it's the lowest point I think in American history. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it is up there with the McCarthy hearings, the Japanese internment, I think this, if this is allowed to stand, we're done as a country, we're done. I mean, because there was such a vast difference in the way that uh, Republicans treated Dr. Ford I mean, they went and to they the trouble of having a female. They right. got blasted they, still. They were in a no-win situation. Yeah. But that you look at how they treated uh, you know, her testimony and her character up there, and then you look at how Democrats treated Brett Kavanaugh when he was sitting there and they mocked him. Did and you drink tried. on weekends? Yeah. Weekdays? We did, yeah, did you drink on weekdays? I think we have that clip. Let's watch it. It's, uh, okay, it's Cory Booker asking about whether or not, yeah, whether or not he drinks on weekdays. Let's watch. Um, you drink on weekdays as well in high school, not just weekends. Is that on correct? weekdays? Yes, sir. Uh, I'd say that's rare. Are you talking about during the school year? I'm, I'm talking about the calendars that you provided during these dates. Oh, that's that's in, the, in the summer after a football workout when we went over to... You drink on weekdays, yes or no, sir? Uh, in the summer, when we went over to... Timmy's house on July 1st, that would indicate yes. Yes, in other words, that, that July 1st reference to skis, went over for skis, that's brewskis, correct? And after Tobin... Yes, sir, sir, I just need a yes or no, that brewskis, right? <laughs> well, I need to explain in context. Uh, you just said, sir, that you drank on weekdays. That's all I was looking for. Well, no, if I may, if I may, uh, ask, if I may ask the next question, sir. You said uh, clearly on the record, I just want you to restate it, that you never in your life after drinking heavily to the point of throwing up, and again, you said you had a weak stomach, you said you never had gaps in memories, never had any losses whatsoever, never had foggy recollection about what happened. Is that correct, sir? Yes or no? That's, that's what I said. Okay, so he's trying to equate drinking on weekdays with being so drunk that you black out. I mean, and, I, and he was, I, I drink on weekdays. I have a glass of wine at the end of the day. I'm pretty sure that that doesn't make me He was being very drunk. slimy. He, he was trying to say that because you drink on that one weekday, right. that there's a pattern that you drink basically every single weekday. Right. Okay, as Ridiculous. Anybody else at the table an alcoholic or care to admit to their alcoholics? I, I have tons okay. of alcoholics in, in the family, though, so okay, I know yeah. the... I know yes. the All right, yeah. I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. <clears throat> when you have a blackout, that is a life-changing event. It's not like you see in the movies. It's not like, oh, we did what last night? That's a lie. That's a lie. When you have a blackout, it is terrifying because you literally have no recollection. You don't know how you got from point A to point B. No idea. The way you get to a blackout, you die. If you're not an alcoholic that has conditioned your body, you die. You don't have blackouts as a, as a person who is just drinking, you know, on a weekend every three weeks. You can't handle that amount of alcohol. 
What a blackout is, is you have put so much poison into your body, the body cannot run all systems. So it begins to shut down the central processor and just says, keep him breathing, keep him alive. That's what a blackout is. And to say that a kid who would have occasional beers is, is having blackouts is obscene, absolutely obscene. A kid who has apparent, allegedly, that much of a drinking problem and still goes to Yale, you know, is successful, has this lifelong would, career. If he was having blackouts, he, he would have to have therapy right. to get off of alcohol. You, It's poison. Yeah. It's your body shutting down. It is the last step to death. What You said earlier that you still had some questions remaining for, for Kavanaugh. What are those? Um, I, I thought he did a poor job, and I understand um, with the, uh, you know, the, F, the FBI thing. That's the biggest red herring of all time. You know, the FBI folder will come back exactly the way mm -hmm. the folder came back where golden showers were mentioned. That is not a conclusive um, study that goes out and asks these people all of these questions raw, does not do anything but put raw data out. Would you trust raw data in the hands of these clowns? I wouldn't. No. Well, you also have to remember, the, by Ford's own admission, the only other person in that room she says would remember is Mark Judge, and who has already, under the penalty of felony, yes. has said it did not happen. So there's there, nowhere but there else to go. Is, the Mark Judge thing bothers me. It sticks out, and it does bother me. I believe Kavanaugh. I have not seen Mark Judge. He, he, how he could be a credible witness when Cory Booker is saying, you blacked out, here's a guy suicidal, alcoholism, drug addict. He's not a credible witness to start with, and I think that's the only reason why they want him to testify. But I, I wish we could have the Mark Judge. I think without him, we have an incomplete story. With him, we may have a skewed story because he's not a credible witness. And, and that goes to one of the questions I had where I was not happy with Kavanaugh's response was when he responded to his name, in or a, a version of his name, yeah, in the book. Yeah. He, he totally dodged that. It was like he was trying to string it out, he was taking forever, I was, he just did I not handle he was that really, at all. He was a bad witness on that and the FBI. All right, uh, more to come, back in a minute. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. A lot more to get into with uh, Kavanaugh, but want to thank our sponsor, uh, Patriot Mobile. So we're talking about Kavanaugh. We're talking about, you know, what effect this is going to have on the midterms, things of that nature. Um, the last thing you want to be doing at this point in the game is um, accidentally giving to left-leaning causes, which you could be doing if you don't have Patriot Mobile. So it's, This is an amazing thing that people just don't know. Yeah. These companies, they, they're giving hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions of dollars to, to causes like Planned Parenthood. So you spend your whole day working against those things. You're taking your time and money and you're putting them to fight those things. And every time you pick up the phone, you're actually giving money to places like Planned Parenthood. And the only one that doesn't do it is, 
is a patriot. So not only do they not give it to places like P Planned Parenthood, but they give it to conservative causes that you are already supporting. And you choose. Yes, exactly. Uh, so right now you can go to patriotmobile.com slash news and uh, you can get select Android and I iPhones starting at only $4 a month. Are you kidding me? That's a great deal. Go there now, patriotmobile.com slash news, or you can call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Uh, back to the Kavanaugh hearing. We were discussing just how disturbing it was, the level that the Democrats sank to uh, in trying to mischaracterize him and turn him into this monster. I want to play a clip of Cory Booker putting Kavanaugh in a just a, an unwinnable moment. Let's watch. I said uh, all allegations should be taken seriously. You should listen to both sides. Do, My do family wish, has no do, ill will you, toward her. Thank you, sir. Do you I, wish that she never came forward? Senator, I did not do this. The witness. I, that, that's not my question, sir. Could you try to answer my question, sir? Do you wish she never came forward? This guy's a buffoon. Uh, oh, yeah. The witnesses who were there say it didn't happen. Okay, sir. Do you wish she just remained silent then? I wish uh, the witnesses who were there say it didn't happen. All allegations should be taken seriously. So, so even if it's in the final days, days before a vote, if someone has a credible allegation of experience that they held for a long time, that person should be allowed to come forward. And in fact, as she said, it was her civic duty. You're not questioning her sense of civic duty, are you? I think doing well right now. She yeah. did yeah. come he forward, and then the, yeah. then the was I know you have a lot of political animus. You stated it very clearly towards my colleagues and I on this panel. What, I, what I'm trying to get to the bottom of is you, you do not see her specifically as part of an orchestrated event. She is not a political party. I don't know her. So he went on to say, obviously, no, I don't think that she is part of the political ploy. I believe, that something, yeah, I believe yeah. that something happened to her. I'm saying you guys mm -hmm. are making it a political ploy. But he's, he's, how do you answer that question? And how do you not, how do you not answer it? Are, you're the one who's asking me this. Do you not recall what you did yourself and admitted to, Cory Booker? I mean, he wrote a report, or it, it was mm -hmm. what, in the 1990s? Yeah, he wrote in his book that he started groping women without their consent and they pushed him away and he kept trying to touch them. So I don't know how he managed to not go off on him from that question. Well, I, I, it's like, how do you answer that question? It's, really? You because can't, I, but, either way, you can. how do you answer it? There's a process. If somebody wants to lodge an accusation, they have every right and a civic responsibility to do it but it is lodged through a process. The process here became political, and you took no steps to allow the re Republicans to even know about it for 20-some days. You knew about this long before then. You shortened the process and only pulled it out after the hearings were closed. And that appears to be uh, a, um, a miscarriage of justice here. Second of all, she asked for everything to be kept quiet and to be kept behind the scenes and under wraps. There is no problem with somebody making an accusation that way, but that's not what happened. I do not fault her for coming forward saying what she said if that's what she truly believes. What I fault is this body using me for their own political purposes, Spartacus, <laughs> to become president of the United States and try to use me, and you don't care who you destroy, forget about me. How about her? How about her? Who released the letter? 
That's my problem, sir. That's the way you answer it. Yeah, and, and, and on that point, and goes back to what you were saying, <laughs> not a lot of people are talking about how they victimized this woman, how they put yes. her in danger. And Senator Cruz, actually, he, he came out, and he was, he was just trying to, he was being the lawyer that he was, and he was kind of going through where the heck this actually came from. I think we, uh, do we have, we have some video on this? Yes. Cruz, can we play that for a second? I asked for a point of personal privilege to respond. Proceed. M- Mr. Chairman, um, let me be clear. I did not hide Dr. Ford's allegations. I did not leak her story. She asked me to hold it confidential, and I kept it confidential as she asked. She apparently was stalked by the press, felt that uh, what happened, she was forced to come forward, and her greatest fear were realized, was realized. She's been harassed, she's had death threats, and she's had to flee her home. So that was her yes. responding and, to Ted Cruz. That's right. And you know what? That's your fault, Senator. That is all your fault. That is nobody else's fault. That is your fault. By the way, for holding on to this, for handling it the way you did, it's all your fault. And you know what? If you don't like that, prove it. Does because it now if, handle though? it the same way that you handled Kavanaugh. And now the burden of proof is on you. When you are now guilty. When Ford said keep it confidential, does that mean that Feinstein couldn't have taken it to the committee confidentially to look at? I, I don't know if that's what that means. Well, there, there would be no... There would be absolutely no reason for the Republicans to leak that correct letter or that rumor. They would. There's no reason. So it had to come from the left because they could have made it classified information for the committee, right? Yes. Then then her, she's still protected. We do not know what's in his FBI report, and we should not know what's in his FBI report because it is confidential, raw data. So we don't get the full look at the FBI. It should have gone in with that data. You shut your mouth. These are unsubstantiated claims. So Senator Frontsen has now thrown Ford under the bus. Under the bus. Right? She's saying she's the one that leaked it, or her friends, right? which Which is really the icing on the cake. I mean, it, it, how people on the left can look at this and see how they treated Ford and still stick up for these people. It's monstrous what they've done. It's monstrous. At the end, to then, you've stuck the knife in, and then to turn it and say, it wasn't us. It probably was your friend. Oh, my God. If she wouldn't have opened her mouth... Nobody would know who she is. Is basically that's the gist of what she was saying. So, so, so either they're just completely ignoring the fact that okay, let's go even back before twenty days. They, they've had the, she as as per her testimony, she reported this anonymously even before he was named the nominee. So when he was just a list she of people, the, she got the call. They got the call, um, or returned her call the day he was announced as a nominee. There is no reason why somebody in that office wouldn't have called the FBI and said, hey, while you're doing your background check, I have this woman. She's already filed this. She said it. You need to talk to them. That is due process. So if you truly believe Dr. Ford, why are you not livid with the Democrats over this? Why are you not pointing the blame to them? Saying, why did you bring this out the day before the vote? Because it's political. Yeah, you know the answer. I know the answer, but it's just insane. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. Hey, it's Sarah Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I want to tell you about another program I really think you'll like, Pat Gray Unleashed. You can check it out now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. 
Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Talking off air, uh, I was saying that I think that the Democrats kind of overplayed their hand and I think it's going to backfire because I think they were counting on all of the women uh, in the country backing Dr. Ford, finding her compelling enough that they were willing to just throw Brett Kavanaugh out. But I think that they forgot about the fact that a lot of women have sons and they see the repercussions, the writing on the wall for their sons. Uh, You know, if this is allowed to go on, if this is allowed to stand and ruin Brett Kavanaugh's life, it could happen to their sons. So I I think um, a bigger version of that is, and and this may be quaint and old-timey, so I don't know if this is even valid anymore, but Americans have always been fair. They're fair. They, They don't like it when somebody seems to be getting the shaft. Doesn't matter, political. In the end, Americans do want justice. They do want fairness. The key is going to be whether anybody actually watched this or if you're just getting the regurgitation from boobs like me. If you actually watched it yourself, you will have an underlying sense of this is not fair, which then goes to our children. And what kind of world are we we in? If If we don't turn this corner. I had the scariest conversation with my son three, four weeks ago. I think I talked about it on the air. He made a joke about something. It was a funny joke. He wants to be a comedian, so he's like, you know, writing jokes. And, um, and I said, I don't even remember what it was, honestly, but it was not politically correct. And I said, son, do not write that down. Do not ever say that again. Nothing. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. And he said, he said to me, dad, it's just us. And I said, no. You live in a bubble where we say things as a family because that's our humor. We have a very dark sense of humor. You, if yous would ever be caught saying that online, saying anything online, you write it down, it's online, it's there forever. That's terrifying. I know for my eight-month-old son, he's going full Mike Pence. He's gonna be, I'm gonna have to teach him. I'm terrified for the world he's gonna grow up in. I just have to teach him to be a good man and, and hope Justice but they don't the believe it. My son is 15 now. He does not believe that's going to be a problem. I have, I have met with, um, uh, not Tim Cook, uh, the, head of, uh, the head of Google. Um, had him on my show. He said in the Wall Street Journal in 2010, and I've talked to him about it, and he, he's right. He said the next generation, which is our kids, that generation may have to change their name by the time they get into their 20s, because of the record of their life. That's insanity, but that's what we're headed to. I feel like we would get to a place, though, where literally no one could find any kind of work because everyone has said something at some point that that would be enough to sink them in that world. You know what that is? That's a system of gulags. Yep. We are headed towards... That's 1984. It is, where it depends on whether or not... You are in the political correct camp. Mm-hmm. People have to start understanding. We've said political correctness for so long. It means something different to us. Political correctness, as designed, is you aren't saying the things 
that the people in power approve. You're not politically correct. So we'll remove you from society, teach you a lesson, re-educate you, whatever, until you comply. And when you comply and you're politically correct, you can come back out again. That should terrify people. I mean, look at, look at Ted Kennedy. Look at all the people that they, they overlook things they've done because oh, yeah. they are, as Glenn said, politically, politically correct. correct. They, they'll overlook it, but if you're not, they'll destroy you. So Keith that, Ellison. Keith Ellison's Keith another Ellison. great example. I saw a deal today from Planned Parenthood that said, you know, what do you say to, an, what do you say to somebody who um, raises the accusation of rape? You say, I believe you. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because you haven't said that about Keith Ellison. Yeah. Where are they on Keith Ellison? We are developing a gulag system. And that's why I'm way too cynical about the state of where we're at right now. I, I don't think they've overstepped. I think it's only going to get worse. I had a conversation with a neighbor of mine that's a, like a hardcore never-Trumper. And uh, now he's flipped. And he's like, you know what? I was, I was hardcore Never Trumper, but now I think that he's the only person that could be able to take it to the left. Like, he's the only one that, like, he was actually, he's actually saying he's God sent now because he's well, the only one that has the power and, and basically the balls to fight back. Okay, so, uh, and so many people have not read Addicted to Outrage. They, they're feeding off of it. No, no, but yesterday was a great example of Addicted to Outrage. You mm -hmm. should be outraged about something. Correct. Yes. What did the, this is the point of the book. What did the Republicans do? They saw that there was no way for them to win by questioning her. But you had to question her. So what did they do? They got a very nice woman. Now, because the process isn't built for actual reason, trust, justice, a search for truth, it went nowhere. But they didn't taint themselves, okay? And what did she do? We're sorry for your experience. We will accommodate you. They were very kind, very open, which everybody's guard can go down a little bit. Okay, they're not monsters. They're not calling her names. That's where we go wrong. If we call her names, we go wrong. Then, once, once it starts coming out, and it's clear we're actually looking for the truth, you are playing a sick political game, that's when you can be outraged. Righteous indignation. But you don't start calling them names. Did you notice what Kavanaugh said? What Kavanaugh said was a big problem yesterday, was you called me evil. You called me evil. That's one thing that I said about three years ago. I am swearing out of my vocabulary. I am not going to call people or, or institutions evil unless, you know, they're proudly declaring I'm in bed with the devil. <clears throat> we are using these, these words that are just enormously consequential and, you, and just throwing them on people. People don't want to hear that your side is evil. That puts a shield up. So big question. Two, two witnesses both appeared credible, appeared believable. What do, we, what do they do? Do they confirm them? Absolutely have yes. to. Yeah. Confirm have to. them? Yes. Have to. You have to. Yeah. You have to. Uh, all right. Before we go, I want to get to Jason's yes. story about a Facebook hacker. I always get my pet story in at the you very do. last moment. You're welcome. I, I couldn't believe I was talking about Avril Lavigne. The last. Oh, you would love that story. I got to tell you that to you later. But so this new, so to the, Jason's today newest <laughs> one is so there's a there's a hacker from Taiwan, right? 
and uh, he this has is declared. A great yeah. story. He he has. You've heard this? Yes. No one I talked to had heard this. Yeah. So he has. He's kind of famous. He's won like a hacker award, which actually exists. Hacker award. He's known for wow. like basically calling his shot and saying, "Look, I'm going to do this hack on this day, and I'm going to get it done. You can't stop me." He's Babe pulled Ruth this off hackers. before. Wow. Babe Ruth the hackers. <laughs> so his newest called shot goes down Sunday morning, 5 a.m. He is going to delete Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook page. Now he's he, I mean, think of the balls on this guy. Yeah. Like he's he's I mean you would think that Facebook's got a lot of smart people. They they're gonna be able Zucked. to stop him. These actually I think this is his Facebook page right now. Right now, if you go to the Facebook page, if you Google it, he's got the live stream begins. You can God. press play. He's gonna not only is he doing it to, to Zuckerberg. Not only is he calling a shot. He's gonna live stream it from Love Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Wow. What? That's it's crazy. This, That's ballsy. If this is if this could happen from a kid this is musty tv wake up it's gonna be sunday do your prayers read your scriptures first <laughs> go to facebook and live stream this before you go to church it's gonna be amazing and, where, where, what are the where ramifications th- of this i don't I, it's what's kind of crazy is I, I i would assume this guy's known so i mean i don't i don't even know if we have some kind of extradition well, we have, in taiwan we have um let me be careful here there are people in our military who do this for a living on us. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. there are people that our our military, our government says to our people, hack into Citibank, hack into this, hack into our most secure servers, because we're trying to then go. They will take it to Citibank and say, "Oh, really? We could get in." Um, and so I don't know what this guy's deal is, but to to say to Facebook, we're going to do it in advance. We're going to stream it on your platform. Your platform. That is, that's incredible. Incredible. You can get kicked off of Facebook for spreading fake news now. Say, for being Alex Jones. Why don't they Jones. just kill the page? I don't understand. Why, they won't why kick are they going to let it be streamed? <laughs> They'll kick off Alex Jones, but they won't but kick off. Well, that's why it'll be interesting yeah. to see. But if it'll be interesting is, to see. If he, uh, you're sure, of course they're going to try to kick him off. Yeah. But if they try to kick him off and he appears again on Facebook live streaming, <laughs> What does that say about security for you that's, know us peons? That's I think, what I think we should do. It's, it's, if they kick him if off, you've had any doubt that none of your information is safe. That's that's it. That's, it. that's, that's it. the confirmation. I don't confirmation. think Americans care though. Well, maybe not. I don't think they care. If they kick him you off, saw the Kavanaugh hearings. You should. Yeah. If they kick him off before Sunday is live stream, he should do what he said he was going to do, but live stream it from Fun. Zuckerberg's webpage. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question? In my faith, we are counseled to keep diaries. Um, just just personal diaries for history, for your own family history. It's important that you know your own family history. Was anybody struck how miraculous that calendar was? Yes. Mm. yes. I mean, that's miraculous. Without that calendar, could have said anything. That's what I was, I was floored that he and, had that. And he was From mocked 1982. brutally for that. Yeah. For saying, why the heck would you have a cat? And then it's what, dorky. When you hear, it is. Then when you heard the story. <laughs> Did you guys hear him talk about his Incredible. father? Incredible. No, I missed oh, you, that part. You have to go no. back and watch it. Okay. Incredible. He mm-hmm. he starts talking about this is something his dad did because at Christmas time they would get together and dad would tell stories of the family and they'd all sit around and he'd just take his old calendars and he'd tell stories. It was a way to remember the family history. He loved it, so he started doing it too. That's why he kept it. Wow. And when he was talking about it with his father and his mother right behind him, 
It was so, emo I'm getting goosebumps yeah. just thinking about it. I am too. I mean, it, was, it was amazing. And you know who we haven't talked about at all is his wife. I, I felt my heart broke for her seeing her crying oh behind his shoulder. I, I feel like nobody's talked about her or had any empathy really on a, on a bigger scale. You know what the I mean? Children. Or the yeah, children. The children. Like, they're not there. Their faces aren't there. We can't see them. But God only imagine. Can you imagine? Can't imagine. But, I mean, no. I've been dragged through the mud. Some of it I deserve. Some of it I don't. My children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren will only get the truth about me through diaries mm -hmm. uh, or through history books, if you're ever included in any of that. Think about for generations. He's forever Tainted, stained. Yeah. He's forever stained. Uh, all right. Today's poll, do you think the hacker will succeed in deleting Mark Zuckerberg's <laughs> Facebook account on Sunday? Let us know yes. on the Blaze's Twitter, so. at the Blaze. Do you I really say no. Do? I say I, no. I don't know how. sure they're going to take him down. I, ha I, can't, I can't abide by this. If it's true, I, I told you, I'm deleting this, everything. These are the skills of this dude. So this dude, like, called a shot in Taiwan, said that he was going to get, like, free, like, uh, tokens to ride uh, public trans uh, transit. And they were like, no, no, we're going to shut this down. He hacked them, ended up getting the coins, I guess, delivered to him or whatever. And then and this is why this I don't point. want us voting electronically. Oh, I know. Uh, Another one right. of my stories the other yes. day. Okay. All right, Jason. <laughs> I'll see you guys Monday. Blockchain. <laughs> Blockchain. <laughs> I just can't. I can't guarantee What's on Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.